0: Gun violence is the leading cause of death for children and teens in the United States. As more and more mass shootings happen nationwide, the younger generation of America has taken it upon themselves to make a change. Students Demand Action is an organization that aims to reduce gun violence by using youth forces to advocate for gun control. Today, I am joined by G. Kelly, a student at Western Washington University and an activist with Students Demand Action. Gee, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. So I would just like to start off by hearing your story and what inspired you to join Students Demand Action.
1: Yeah, and this is something that, you know, is a common question. And I think it's one of these really important questions. In 2018, my eighth grade year of middle school, the Parkland shooting happened. And very soon after that, a high school in my hometown also had a mass shooting. And I realized that the people who represent me weren't doing anything about it. And I was like, well, I have to do something about it. So I organized a walkout in my middle school. And then Students in Man Action reached out and were like, hey, we've seen that you're willing to like put in the work and you're willing to fight for this cause. And after the Uvalde shooting, uh, because of the pandemic, There wasn't a lot of ways for me to express activism off online. And after Uvalde, I realized it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic anymore. We have to keep doing this. So I was very lucky to be given the opportunity to go down to DC in 2022 and start fighting for gun sense laws within not only local level government, but federal level government. And from there, I've just continued my work with my club here at Western Washington University and online presence and just trying to make sure that not only are people educated about these issues, but that we're giving young people the space to talk to representatives and government about these things.
0: Right, and can you explain just the primary goals and objectives of the organization?
1: Yeah. So like it said, Students Demand Action is a nonprofit organization that is trying to end gun violence in every town. Whether that is education, uh, teaching people how to store guns safely, how to have proper care for stuff like that, gun sense bills. I live in Washington, and we've just got a few gun sense bills passed, making people having to do safety trainings, having to have a license, having that 10-day waiting period, and seeing that these forms of bills do prevent not only mass shootings, but just overall all gun violence, and that these have had real you know, studied effects that save people's lives. And so students demand action, and especially the people that I work with, we've realized that if not now, then when, because it's come to a point not if the next mass shooting, but when the next mass shooting is going to happen. And we're doing everything in our power to stop that. And I think that people that I go to school with and that people who should have the chance to graduate should feel safe. And that's basically the biggest point of our organization is to not only make people feel safe, but to make sure that that's a right and a guarantee and not a privilege.
0: Right. So you're working with lawmakers a lot in passing legislation and things like that. How do you work with these policymakers to make the change and actually get them to listen and help?
1: The biggest thing that I have seen is that we are not run by government. The government works for us. And if the government isn't working for us and isn't protecting it for us, we have the power to change it. And I think that's one of the biggest things when talking with representatives is making that exceptionally clear, especially with people who don't believe that people have this right to safety or people who have explicitly stated that they like don't care about these children's lives and stuff like that. But even with working with politicians who particularly agree or align themselves with gun sense bills, it mostly comes down to talking about creating safer community and talking Talking about personal experiences, because I can bring up facts and figures all day, but everybody has heard those before. It's talking about how this has impacted you and how it's impacted your community. After the shooting in my hometown, it's that mindset that is repeated so many times. Everyone says, well, I didn't think this could happen to me or I didn't think this would be somebody that I knew. And it was. And we saw that my local government started really taking action because they saw how it affected them. And I think that's the biggest thing when I'm talking to politicians, is them being like, well, it doesn't affect our constituents. It doesn't affect our places that we represent. It doesn't affect this, that, and that. Well, that's just wrong. It affects everyone all the time. And I bet that you know somebody who's been impacted by gun violence, if not you yourself. So talking to politicians and getting that form of like relationship and talking to them is one of the biggest strategies I use. And also as a young person, that's a big advantage for me. I believe that there's a really big separation right now in what people my age want and what people who represent us think we want. And they want to talk to us. They want to know our ideas. They want to know what we stand for. And I think really just putting your voice out there and saying I care and I matter does so much more than people think they do. You know, this line of work becomes really isolating and you can become really burnt out. But just to hear other people say, this has happened to me. This affects me. This is something that I care about is really powerful.
0: Circling back to the youth portion of taking charge, obviously you are in university, you are a young college student, and this organization can be taken up by universities and high schools alike. So how does Students Demand Action engage and mobilize young people in advocating for this change?
1: I think it's It's one of those parts because we are one of the demographics that get affected the most. Every year, 19,000 children and teens are shot or killed by, you know, gun violence. And we've really noticed that. Not even it, just in Students to Action, but people our age have started to be like, we're so desensitized to it. And I think the biggest way that Students to Action has ended up interacting with the young people in America is by giving us an outlet, giving us a way to say, we're tired of this and we need something to do. Whether it's just resources and support groups that they offer, whether it's walkouts that we organize or something on the lines of like conferences and toolkits, I was really lucky to be able to be a part of their Demand a Seat program where they flew a bunch of kids out to do this conference on how to get young people to run for office. It was called Demand a Seat. It was incredibly powerful and it really gave me the power to say there is so much more I can be doing and that I will be doing. And I think that's something that's very big for especially people my age, you know, people who are just entering college or just graduating high school or even still in high school is that we've gotten so used to seeing this massive amount of gun violence on the television and we genuinely feel like we can't do anything about it. And Students Demand Action is not asking everyone to go lobby in DC, but they give you the resources and tools to at least be able to talk about it and to process these really hard things that we become so numb to. You know, starting a club at your high school can just be so powerful, even if you're just talking about how to do voter registration. And I think that's one of the biggest points that Students in Action has, is that point of education, of giving us the access to education facts and figures and testimonies that aren't traumatizing, that isn't us having to see on the national news and people dying. And that's something that I will always be grateful for. I've worked with Students Demand Action for a little over six years now, and they've always been so accommodating to be able to do it at your own pace, to do what you can do to make a difference and make a change. And I think that's really important, especially with, you know, we're getting so burnt out, we're overworked, we're underpaid. There's so many horrible things on news these days but to be able to take at your own pace and to feel that you do make a difference I think is one of the biggest things that has really been getting that youth activism that I've been seeing.
0: And I know that a lot of youth like you were talking about earlier a lot of youth today feel like they cannot make a difference that they don't have the power that others do but I really want to debunk this idea today with you do you think that the younger demographic actually has an advantage over the older generation in gun control policies and legislation and working with all of that? I wouldn't say we have
1: a uh, advantage. I would say we have a responsibility People have said to me this for as long as I've been alive and been young, um, which is you are the future. And I would disagree with that wholeheartedly. We're not the future. We are the now. We are in office. We have Representative Frost, you know, the first Gen Z in Congress who is fighting for us. We have elected officials who are our age, like early 20s, who are putting this work in now. And I would say maybe not an advantage, but we're putting in the work and we're putting in the effort, and we're seeing the results, and we're seeing safer communities, and we're seeing this. And to the young people, people my age, you know, people in their 20s and and teens, I'm always surprised by what I see us do. I'm always surprised to see somebody five years younger than me going just as hard and creating these spaces and demanding action. And I will say it's not easy. And one voice is not very strong, but a hundred, a thousand, hundreds of thousands of voices going together saying, We're here to support you and we're here to make a change makes all the difference. And I've seen such community from Generation Z that I have yet to see. Even in the pandemic, we were creating communities online. We kept continuing fighting these big fights, even when we couldn't see each other. And I think that's one of the biggest advantages we have is we have such a strong community and we have such a strong understanding of organization especially in these like activism spheres that i am so remarkably proud of like look at you you're hosting a radio show and that is something that like i don't know who does that and yet i know so many people who have put in this hard work to create these spaces where we can continue to educate and continue to fight for gun sense bills
0: Yeah. So I know that you were talking about how you have seen a change because of this organization. Do you have any notable achievements that you have helped lead and just milestones that the organization or you yourself have reached in your advocacy work?
1: Oh, definitely. We've launched our divestment campaign, which is basically asking our colleges to stop investing in the gun industry. Though a lot of colleges don't specifically choose to invest, they don't go out of their way to be like, oh, I'm going to invest in this gun manufacturer. They tend to invest in general stock that ends up just in itself investing in gun manufacturers and ends up just profiting our death. Um, and we've launched our divestment campaign here at Western Washington University, and there's over 50 other campaigns throughout the country. We've done our Demand a seat program that I talked a little bit about before, which was trying to get young people into office. Mm -hmm. It was a fantastic weekend where we learned how to run a campaign, what it means to hold office, what you can do that isn't running, like maybe being a campaign manager, a field manager, helping people register to vote. Just last month, the Biden-Harris administration announced a new office dedicated to gun violence prevention. And that was a huge step. And we had a lot of representatives from Students Demand Action and every town and mom's demand action over there who were thanked and supported because of this. In our last congressional session here in Washington State, we had three major gun bills passed that we we had worked really hard and we didn't think that all of them were gonna pass. And I was just over the moon that they did. We had the 10-day waiting period. We had people have to, you know, do mandatory safety training. We had it so people would have to register for a you know firearms license. And a lot of these things I see get lost and that people forget about. And I think it's so important that we focus on how much change we're making. Because if you're looking at a plant every single hour of every single day, you're not gonna notice it grow. But if you leave the plant alone and you come back, you've seen that no matter whether you were staring at it or where you were living alone, it grew just as much. And I feel like when we focus on these bad things and we get so caught up in our news cycle. Michael, it's hard to see that we've done so much. And there's so much that I'm proud of that we have done. I can't talk positively enough about like the people that I've met and worked through with stu- Students Demand. And I can't wait to continue working with them and to continue making these achievements.
0: And you've obviously done a lot of work as a student of Western Washington University. You've done a lot of work with your school. Coming from your point of view, why do you think it's important to work with local communities and not just focusing on national scales?
1: I think this has two big parts to it. One, working with the local community is something that you see real effort and change in quickly. And two, you have to start with the small to achieve the big. A lot of the times, I feel that when people start doing advocacy, or at least start doing it to the extent that I've been doing it, it's really easy to get lost in the big picture. And it's really easy to get overwhelmed, especially when you're trying to start off by fixing hundreds and hundreds of years of gun violence within a country, you know, that has nuanced problems with gender inequality and race inequality and, you know, domestic violence and mass shootings. And that can be a lot. But when you start off with, hey, I'm going to see if we can get a 10 day waiting period for Whatcom County to get passed, that makes real change in real time. And it's something that is a quick and achievable goal. It's something that shows the community that you're here for them. Also building the relationships within small communities is one of the biggest things. You can't make change without a community. You really cannot. And talking to individuals and showing that we are the now and please join us to help build a better future is important because you're not going to be able to change the mind of every single representative in Congress. What you can do is talk to people within your community and see what the issues are and find solutions to fix it. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we can do, creating those local supports and communities to create safer areas in which we share and live in.
0: Obviously you've had a lot of achievements in this sector, but I also want to hear about some of the challenges you may have faced whilst advocating for gun control. The biggest one
1: for demand action is a lot of people misinterpret our cause and a lot of people misinterpret my intentions. They're easy to label us as an anti-gun organization as specifically a one-party organization and all this stuff which really dilutes our message we're not anti-gun we're just trying to make guns safer and and gun violence within the united states and we believe that's a possibility and we're bipartisan we're not specifically democrat or republican but even within those stereotypes of our organization there comes a lot of pushback from a personal sense you know with people that i talk to or how i present myself i'm a queer hispanic trans man and i'm fighting for a more progressive idea and People have these assumptions about me and and there's a lot of pushback that ends up being a lot of like ignorant and, and bigoted thing. And I'd be lying if I said it hasn't gotten to me. And I'd be lying if I said, I don't have tough days where I just wanna stop doing this. And you know, even from like politicians, we see people like just my age alone, people being like, stop talking, this is not your time yet. Wait. And i said, well, waiting has killed thousands of children, and I'm not going to wait anymore. And I think that's one of the biggest things of like going into this as a young person, which is I am young, and I, I don't have as much experience as other people that I've worked with, but I have as much, if not more, passion. And it's something you can't wait for. And no one's going to tell you you're allowed to do it, so you might as well do it anyway. I think that's one of the biggest things for me, which is to understand that self-care is important. Take care of yourself and keep going. Take the day off. Go go have dinner with your family, but continue to fight. Continue to make this country something that you can be proud of and work together to be safe. That's the biggest thing that I can say to people who, who not only look like me and go into activism is It is hard and it's never going to be easy and you're going to keep going anyway because that is what has to be done and that is what I will do.
0: And going back to you, the objectives of the organization that may be misunderstood You obviously are focusing on gun control, but then also I've noticed that the organization addresses the intersectionality of gun violence with other issues like racial justice and gender equality and mental health and things like that. Why is it important to consider these intersections in your work?
1: It's important because it affects real people.
0: And you have
1: to understand that the, you know, white experience with gun violence is never going to be the same as the BIPOC experience with gun violence or, you know, the queer experience with gun violence. And it's important to have these issues because if we generalize and we group everyone together, that isn't inclusivity or diversity that's painting one color on top of a very complex and deeper issue. And we have created these affinity spaces for specific people to be able to talk about it within Students to Men Action. We have affinity groups for individuals who hold those identities to be able to have those complex and nuanced conversations about it. Because I will never understand the Black experience around gun violence or being seen in a certain stereotype that has a relation to firearms and it's it's good because we have to do more change than just gun sense bills it doesn't just stop at the system, it has to continue to the personal because people hold bigoted ideas about certain identities or maybe certain identities find themselves in more unsafe situations. A vast majority of hate crimes are directed at people of color, religious minorities, LGBTQ people. Among reported hate crimes are racially motivated crimes are the most common. I see when people talk about ending gun violence in America, they only ever talk about mass shootings and it goes so much further beyond that. Because we're not just fighting for one demographic of people. We're not just trying to make one demographic of the United States safe. We have to make every single town for every single people feel safe and secure within their communities, or otherwise, we're not making anyone feel safe.
0: And if anyone's listening and wants to make this difference and wants to get involved, what do you recommend? How can they get involved with Students Demand Action and just gun control in general? Students Demand Action
1: has 150 different ways that you can get involved. We're one of the largest grassroots youth-led gun violence prevention groups. We have over 750 groups across the country. If you want to text STUDENTS, all caps, to 64433, that will send you a text on how to get involved. You can also look up studentsdemandaction.org. And it has a bunch of different ways you can get involved, finding local groups in your areas, how to start local groups, toolkits. There's also ways where you don't have to become a club leader or a leader in a particular activist way, which can be simply as calling your representatives or emailing your representatives. There's a really great app you can get called Five Star, which is basically a way to contact your five representatives of state, Senate and Congress, and you can continue to talk to these people and have real correspondence. But I think the biggest thing that I can say for how to get involved is to talk to other people. Social media is a wonderful tool. I'm so enamored and surprised with how we use it to continue activism. But at the end of the day, talking to your family members about it or talking to your friends about these issues is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. To understand that you as an individual have the power to just make people feel less alone is really, really powerful. Of course, text students to 64433. I'll say that as many times as you need me to. But just see what your community needs and see what you can do to get involved. Maybe it's going to a rally. Maybe it's talking to your family over dinner. Maybe it's going to your school board and giving a testimony. But anything really does help. And you don't have to do everything to make a change.
0: Right. I think that's such an important message. And that is all for the questions that I have for you today Lastly, do you have any other messages that you would like to share? I would just say we
1: see you and we understand you. And this is hard and it is complicated and it is depressing. But you are not just the future. You are the now. And you continue to make a change every single day just by being alive and by being yourself. And that's all we can ever ask for is that you continue to show resilience through your actions as an individual. Like I said before, you don't have to do everything to make a change. Something is always enough. We will continue to advocate for you, and we will continue to support you, and we will always be in your corner because you deserve to understand what it is like to go to school and be safe and not have to worry about gun violence. And I think that's what I'm fighting for, is for people to have a better life than me. And I think I'll that
0: there. Well, thank you for all of your work and for speaking with me today. This was all so insightful and hopefully will lead to some much needed recognition and more participation. Once more, if you would like to get involved with Students Demand Action, you can text students to 64433 and you can also go to studentsdemandaction.org. Again, I'm Nicole Henderson speaking with G. Kelly, and you're listening to KMIH 889 The Bridge.